New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. God, hallelujah, there I am. I think I found myself. <laughs> well, um, in, uh, when John asked me last week if I would uh, speak today, I was, uh, I think like I always do, I think, ooh, okay, let's see, what, 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 what am I supposed to speak on? You know, God, um, but I, um, after thinking about it and going through things, um, and just, you know, asking God what he really wanted me to speak on today. Um, I came down to, um, you know, God's goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. That's what I just kept hearing in my spirit. Because, you know, and we've talked about this, I guess, um, I guess really for the past couple of weeks. Um, that, you know, God has had his hand on us despite what we've done, you know, whether we knew it or not, whether we were saved or not saved, you know, God had his hand on us even before we even knew he was God in our lives, even before we were saved. And I, and I definitely have had that experience. I think last week I, I said that about that song, you know, I had a, gra- a praying grandmother. Um, you know, I definitely had a praying grandmother. And so God's goodness and mercy definitely followed me and is continuing to follow me all the days of my life. And so I wanted to share with you just an experience among many experiences, but just one specific experience and just the things that you know God took me through last year and I know I shared that with you um, parts of that testimony with you earlier this year but I didn't go into a lot of the specifics but I wanted to go into the specifics with you um, today and just kind of um, just from my perspective of it and and just the things that that I did um, Last summer, um, I went through something that I guess in in some sense kind of knocked me off my feet for that moment. Um, And like I said, I won't go through every bit of the details of it um, because I've already gone through some of it with you. But but I did want to go through some some more of it. Um, Back in, I guess, from November um, to May of the year before, I have been experiencing some excruciating headaches and just kind of off and on and they weren't getting any better and so I was in my sense of the word um, I guess shooting scatter shots if you want to call them that I was praying you know I was and then they only happened at night and that was what was you know kind of odd they start about six o'clock seven o'clock at night and go throughout the night and then probably about two or three in the morning I'd go to sleep and uh, and actually I guess it was probably before then probably about midnight I'd get a chance I'd go end up praying myself to sleep so I'd sleep to about two or three maybe three 
four in the morning and I'd get up and I'd continue on with my day. I'd get up, you know, do my, you know, do my daily, you know, go to work and, and all of that. Um, but what I was doing is I, you know, just praying, you know, and I'd pray and ask God, you know, is there, am I not eating enough? Am I not, you know, what's, what's going on? You know, I'm not really sure what's going on, but I'd have these excruciating headaches. And so, like I said, they'd come and go, um, but, you know, they'd last for weeks, you know, but again, it was only at night, only during that period of time from like seven to, you know, about, you know, midnight. But like I said, I'd, I'd, I'd pray myself to sleep. But I was shooting scatter shots, and that's what I was doing. And so finally in May, I thought, okay, I need to get intentional about this. I need to find out what's going on. So I've got to get intentional so I can pray specific. And, and there are times when there are things that are going on in your life that you're shooting scatter shots. And you need to know specifically what's going on. And there's nothing wrong with going to the doctor and finding out what's going on so that you can be specific, so that you can pray specifically because that's what you need to do to be able to pray specifically. And so that's what I did because all this was was a distraction. And let me tell you what the definition of distraction was, is. Distraction is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. It's an extreme agitation of the mind or emotions. An extreme agitation of the mind or emotions. And I tell you, that was an extreme agitation. Because I tell you, after months of not sleeping, it was an extreme agitation <laughs> of the mind and of emotions. <laughs> but I still was going. I was still going. God kept me going. But I needed to know what was going on. I was still sheltered. God had me sheltered. He sheltered me during that whole time. I was sheltered. Even through it all, I was sheltered. So I went to the doctor, my regular doctor, to see what was going on. And she said, oh, it probably isn't anything, but let's do an MRI. It's like, okay. Again, thinking, like she said, it's nothing. I'm just going to go do an MRI. But I never had headaches before, never, ever. So went, had the MRI done. So I went to, in June, went to a conference. And so I'm sitting at the conference. The nurse calls and said, hey, I need you to, um, the doctor needs you to come in. I said, I can't come in. I'm in Birmingham. And you know, I can't drive to Huntsville. So anyway, she said, well, I'll tell you what, during your lunch time, have her, she's going to call you. So, you know, she'll call you. So she did. 
I'm sitting, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'll just let her call me. I'm sitting outside the convention center in Birmingham. And um, so she calls me and I'm sitting there. And so she says, well, um, they did find something. And I'm saying, okay, I'm listening. And so she said, well, they found a brain tumor. And from that moment on, from the rest of the conversation, it became like Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> like, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I left the convention, went back to my hotel room. Then my first call was Pastor Hilda and a couple other people who I know are prayer warriors. I didn't call anyone else. I didn't call my sister. I didn't call my mom, dad, didn't call the boys, didn't call anybody else. There were probably three people that I called, maybe, maybe four people that I called. And that's another key. You don't call everybody and their sister and mom and them. Amen. You don't call everybody because the only thing you need to hear at that point in time is the word. You don't need to hear what everybody else has to say. Because you don't want to hear what everybody else has to say. You don't need to hear what other people have to say. At that point in time, you're in a battle. You need the full armor of God. You need the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So you only need the word of God in your ears. And you need only people surrounding you that are going to speak the word to you. I think I also text uh, Geneva and, and Betsy. That's it. But only people who are going to speak the word of God to you. Because you don't need someone saying, well, how you feeling? How you doing? Because I don't need to come up with, well, what are the words I'm going to say to them? Amen. Because at the time, I'm still having headaches. Yeah. During the day, I'm okay. I'm tired. Amen. Because I'm not sleeping. But at night, I'm ha still having excruciating headaches. But I don't need to be saying, I'm having excruciating headaches. That's right. Amen. I don't need to keep saying that. I need to be saying what the word of God says. By his stripes, I am healed. Amen. And at that point in time, that's what I was saying. That's all I needed to be saying. When you're in a battle, you only need to be saying the word of God. And you only need to be saying what the word says about you. And I want to pull up uh, Ephesians 6, oh, and I'm going to read it out of the Amplified. And I'm reading it out of the Amplified Classic. And I, we don't have that. But I want to read that to you. And I'm reading it, like I said, out of the Amplified Classic. It says, in conclusion, and I'm reading Ephesians um, 6.10. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him Amen. and in the power of his boundless might. Amen. His boundless 
might. Put on the full armor of God. For his precepts are like a splendid armor of heavenly armed soldiers so that you may be able to successfully, successfully stand up against the schemes and the strategies of the deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers and against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual for forces of wickedness in the heavenly spiritual places. And then it goes on, put on the complete armor of God so that you are able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger having done everything that crisis demands to stand firm in your place fully prepared immovable victorious to stand firm and hold your ground having having tightened the wide band of truth and then it goes through uh putting on you know basically putting on that armor hallelujah putting on that armor, but you are successfully standing. We successfully stand. Amen. We're successfully standing. And that's what we've got to do. That's what he's commanding us to do. Successfully stand. We're hidden in the shelter of the Most High. We're protected by God. And I was protected by him throughout this entire process. Amen. Before it, and I didn't even know what was going on, throughout the entire process. When I look back on it now, I was covered in prayer throughout the whole thing. From the moment I asked people, those four, five, six people to pray for me, or the moment I told them about it, I don't know if I said pray for me, but I told them about it and they started praying. <laughs> I don't think I said pray for me, but I was just like, here, here's the circumstance. Pray for, you know, and they started praying immediately. Because, and I knew I could do that with them. But his rod and his staff comforted me Throughout the whole time. It's yea, though I walk through. I didn't stay there. I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I wasn't meant to stay there. I walked through. He didn't mean for me to stay there. Because he had already written my name in the book. The book of life. Life. And he's got many more. Isn't that what Hilda said this morning? Many more things planned for Daphne Jaw to do. My race is not finished. There's so many more things to do. But I cut but I went through and I listed prayer. I read the book by Dottie Osteen. Uh, healed of cancer. 
I meditated on the 40 scriptures that she had listed. I found them on the internet. That's what I went through and started scriptures because I knew that that tumor had no right to exist in my body. I am in covenant with Almighty God. And it didn't have any right to be there. It's under the curse of the law. Deuteronomy 28 says, and I have it, one of those scriptures here is Deuteronomy 28. 28, 27, the Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt, with tumors, festering sores, and itch from which you cannot cure. But Galatians 3, 13 says, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Tumors was under the curse of the law, and Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law. That was one of the scriptures I stood on. And continue to stand on. Well, in June, like I said, I had that MRI. Well, I had three MRIs and CT scans and whatever, all those scans I have. But I was still standing on the word of God. It didn't matter what I saw on those scans. They showed them to me, but it didn't matter the bulge that I saw. I went to certain, you know, the, the neurologist, and, you know, he was talking all this stuff. He said, well, you know, it's all, it's right there. I can't do surgery because it's right next to your carotid artery, and if you don't do radiation, if you don't do this, if you don't do that, it can affect your hearing, it can affect your vision, it can, you know, how many was going, all, saying all this stuff. But I know the great physician. And I know that I can, can command that tumor to go and it go. Because it doesn't have a right to exist in my body. And I had been standing on, even before all of that, I had been... God reminded me that we had, John had given us tapes from Charles Capps. Do you remember those CDs from Charles Capps back years and years ago? One of the things in there talked about tumors not having a right to exist in our body. And I had been repeating those years and years and years ago, even before all this came about. I'm like, why have I been saying all that then? I had been saying all of that then. So you don't have a right to be here. So why are you here now? <laughs> you go in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So I had said that. So I've been saying, so that I started again bringing all that back out because I had stopped. I stopped listening to those CDs on the way to work. That's what I had been doing on the way to work. I had been, you know, so I brought all that back out. And so I started quoting those scriptures on the way to work again. And so I started doing all that again.
And so July 6th, I was praying in the spirit. And I just felt like God telling me that tumor's gone. It's gone. And so I wrote it down. You know, God said, write the vision. Make it plain upon tables. And so I wrote it down. I wrote that down that day. And I wrote the date. And I, I encourage you that when God speaks to you, and we talked about that here, that we should write, if God tells you something, when we have a word that is spoken here, that we need to write it down, we need to write the date, we need to write the time, then we need to say, I received that, I received that word. And so I wrote it down. It was July the 6th, 22, at 10 o'clock, and I wrote, the tumor is gone. And at that point in time, I also had my right eye had started drooping. It almost drooped to like almost a slither. And I was still coming here. <laughs> I didn't stop anything I was doing, but I could barely see out of this right eye. And what I realized, too, later on, I guess probably almost in August, when I went to the eye doctor, is that part of the reason, uh, and I feel like maybe this, uh, I guess this was God protecting this eye, is that the reason that it started, maybe the reason it started drooping, I was seeing double vision out of this eye. And so it was drooping. And so... It was preventing me from seeing double vision out of one eye and single vision out of the other eye. But, and I didn't even realize it. When I went to the eye doctor, that was what he, when he lifted this up, then that's when he lifted the eye, the lid up, then that's when I was see, I realized that I was seeing double vision out of this eye. But anyway, um, but that was also the other thing that was happening. But I, I was continually, I was still going through everything that coming here and doing everything, even though I really wasn't seeing as well. And praise God, I know I, all of you were praying too, because you noticed, you know, that I know Samantha's over there shaking her head, you know, notice, okay, you know, she's not, something's going on. <laughs> but I just kept coming. And kept believing God regardless Amen. and standing on his word. Amen. And it was maybe three weeks, but because that part of what I wrote down and part of what I saw was that I had complete 2020 vision, you know, complete eye movement in that right eye because that's what they were saying was affected was the eye movement, the eye, the vision, everything, that I had single vision, all of that. And what he told, what the doctor told me is that it probably wasn't, it may not even be corrected, regardless of what I did. It may not be corrected. You may continue to have double vision, regardless of what we do, whether you had radiation, regardless of what you do. At the end of this, you may still have all of that. Even if you do radiation, whatever you do, at the end of this, you still may have all of that. Whatever we do, it still may still be there. It still may happen. But you see, I don't have double vision. 
my eyes are clear <laughs> and open. But and it may have been three weeks that it took for this eye to totally open up and totally be clear. It may have been three weeks. I don't remember exactly, but it it wasn't long. It was by the end of by middle of August, it was totally opened up. Totally opened up. So God's word works. You know, I always wondered when I was young in Christ, okay, people talk about, you know, I, I received, you know, th th these are the things, you know, when you're going through a battle, you know, these are the things that you, um, you know, at the end of it, I was healed of this or I, or this is what happened. And I always thought, well, how did you get there? What did you do? Now, I always wanted to know I want step one, step two, step three, step four. I, I want to know how do, how do you get there? What are the steps? What are they? Because that's just the type of person I am. You tell me what one, two, three, four are so I can do them. You tell me two, then I can do that. You tell me what three is, then I can go do that. Because that's just the type of person I am. Well, it's not always like that. It can't always be like that. But when I got in the word, that's the point, is getting in the word and surrounding yourself with people who are in the word. Surrounding yourself with what the word says and praying continually. That's what God says is to pray continually. To dwell in his house forever. To live in his presence forever. And we do that by getting in his word. Reading the word, you know, Mary gives us what we're supposed to read. The reason for that is so that we can get in the word, but it shouldn't end there. It shouldn't end with, okay, I'm supposed to read, you know, uh, Psalm, you know, one through four, chapters one through four today. And that's all I do. It shouldn't end there. That just should get you started. That's just the jump start. That should lead you into other parts. Let the Holy Spirit guide you, lead you and guide you into all of his truth. Don't allow the enemy to distract you, to get you away from the word, because that's what he wants to do. Because if he can get you away from the word, that's the truth. That's truth. The word is the truth. If he can get you away from that, that's your life. That's right. 
That's what you stand on. Having done all to stand, stand. And that's the one, two, three, four, five. That's what you're to do when you're in the battle. That's how you can successfully stand. It's standing on the word. That's your shield. That's what can shelter you, is the word. And I just encourage you today to just continually pray, pray in the spirit without ceasing. Some of the scriptures that I, that I stood on and continually stand on. I mean, this, it's not a, that I, I'm, I've reached a pinnacle and I'm done standing. <laughs> it's an everyday thing. <laughs> I'm not, I haven't reached it. <laughs> it's a continual thing. It's a having done all, I keep standing. And I stand having done all to stand. But just some of, the, some of the scriptures that I stand on and continually stand. And even though, you know, I go, and, and the end of the story is when I went back in March. Uh, let me finish that part. When I went back in March, they, uh, I finished, I did do radiation. I don't remember how many weeks, but I did do radiation. Went to, um, in March, uh, after three months, um, did a, another MRI and, um, the, radi the radiation tech said, um, uh, after I came out, he said, uh, you did something. What, what did you do? And I said, well, I had radiation. And he said, oh. He said, well, that, 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 there's something different. And I, I you know, didn't talk to him because I don't usually you know, tell you anything. And so I said, well, when I go to the doctor, you know, I'll ask him, can I definitely see the, the, uh, the uh, MRI? And so, um, so when I went, um, they didn't, they weren't going to show me the actual slide, um, the computer. And so I asked him, I said, well, can I see the MR, the actual uh, MRI, the computer screen? And, oh, you want to see it? And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to see it. And um, so anyway, they showed me the computer screen, and I actually was able to take a picture of it. But they showed the difference between the original um, the way the tumor looked uh, originally and then the way it looked um, afterward. And there's no difference. I mean, there is a complete difference between the original, uh, the way it looked in the beginning and the way it looked um, when I went in March. I mean, it, there's, it's like it's not there. It's not there uh, anymore. There's no, there's an obvious bump there where the tumor was and then there's no tumor there uh, after um, in, that when I went back in March and so um, he did not release me but I'll, I'll go back in March well actually that was in February I'll go back in March um, um, of this year of excuse me in 23 I'll go in, in March and so uh, but I believe he'll release me then and so but no ex no headaches anymore and um, obviously you know the you know, the vision is no, um, certainly single vision, and obviously you can see the eyes 
you know, open and, you know, all of that kind of thing. But, um, you know, but, you know, God's good. You know, God's grace is, you know, God's goodness and, and mercy, you know, again, follow me all the days of my life, you know. Um, and so, you know, but um, some of the scriptures that, that I, you know, continually stand on is, you know, no weapon, Second uh, Corinthians 10, 4 and 5, you know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know, sickness is a we- is is something that comes against you. You know, it's it comes against you, but it, it's not going to prosper. It can't prosper because we're in a covenant with Almighty God. It cannot prosper against us. You know, it may try to come against you, but it can't. It has no right. And so, when it tries to, even when the slightest thing. I mean, you get a little sniffle, then it can't. You tell it, it can't. You know, you get it in the, in the beginning. You know, you don't wait till it tries to get a hold of you. You know, you try to get it in the, in the beginning. Um, another one, uh, Psalm 91. You know, because I have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high my dwelling place, no evil shall befall me, nor shall any plague come near my dwelling. With long life, God will satisfy me and show me his salvation. With long life. You know, he's given us long life. John 10.10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Sickness tries to steal from us. But Jesus came that he might, so that we might enjoy life, health, and, ha- and uh, have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he'll just put it up to us, up there for us. Matthew 16, 19. God has given me the keys of the kingdom, and whatsoever I forbid to be done on earth shall have been already forbidden to be done in heaven and whatsoever whatsoever thou have bound on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven what we bind on earth is bound in heaven we I told that tumor. It didn't have any right to exist in, our, in my body. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Surely he has borne my griefs and carried my sorrows. And by his stripes, I am healed. Yeah. By his stripes, 
we are healed. He bore our sickness and disease on the cross. He took lashes on his back for us. And by his stripes, each one of those stripes, we are healed. Mark eleven twenty three and 24. If I would say to this mountain, you must be removed and you must immediately be cast into the sea. Well, let's read what she, in King James. For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, 24, shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye shall shall desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them so all we have to say unto the mountain be thou removed say to the tumor be thou removed be thou cast into the sea I had what I said that's why it's so important not to go telling everybody <laughs> you can't be talking to everybody Because then you'll have everybody talking to you. <laughs> and you don't need them talking to you. But those are just some of the things, some of, those are just some of the scriptures that I stood on. And that's just a few. There's so many more. But you just have to get whatever... You know, for me, it was the tumor. I mean, and there's so many other things that you go through on a daily basis, little things or big things. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's little or whether it's big. You treat it the same way. And you treat the little things so that when the big things come along, you can do it. If you do the little things, then when the big thing comes along, you can do it because you do it the same way. It doesn't matter. It's exactly the same. It's like, oh, I've done this before. I do it the same. It's exactly the same. And that's what I had to realize. When I was, going, when I was asking long time ago, Many, many moons ago, I want a one, two, three, four, five steps. And people couldn't tell me because they were saying, oh, she'll get there. She'll get there. <laughs> she'll understand eventually. And I did. 
it's like you just have to operate and move through it. But you treat it the exact same way. It's exactly the same. You just have to get in the Word, spend time with God, and He'll show you. He'll lead you and guide you into all truth, and He'll show you things to come. And you say, it's too simple, but it's not. It is just that simple. It is really just that simple. And it took me years to figure it out. And I pray it doesn't take you years to figure it out. But it, it really is just that simple. Praise God. Well, stand up on your feet because I'm finished. But, God, we just thank you, Lord God, for your word. We thank you, Lord God, Holy Spirit, for teaching us your word and revealing yourself to us. Little by little, Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father for all the things you taught us here today and for your word that goes forth, for your word going forth here today. Father, thank you for speaking your word through me and ministering to us, Lord God. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, that as we go out of these doors, Lord God, that you continue to speak to us and that you continue to teach us, Lord God, every single day as we get in your word and that we give time to you, Lord God, that you continue to speak to us. We open up our ears, Lord God, to hear from you. And Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, amen.